Thanks for coming back and listening to another episode of Radio Dania. I think this is uh, episode 19. You're definitely going to enjoy it. If you like the blues, you uh, are a fan of food, which I think pretty much all human beings are. So uh, sit back, relax, and enjoy my conversation with Mr. Vinny Valenza, the brains and the brawn behind Blue City Deli. Enjoy. Welcome back to Radio Dania. We are at episode 19 with Vinny Valenza of Blue City Deli. Welcome, Vinny. How are you doing, Dania? I'm nice doing fantastic. Thank you for hosting us here. Oh, I appreciate anytime. it. Glad to have you. This is a wonderful... We're out on the patio, so we're enjoying the sun. And it's a little hot, but it's not as bad as it's been. So, right. But oh, it's yeah. definitely not raining. Right. No rain. So we're going to enjoy good. this. Soak it up. Have a little ambient noise behind us. Oh, no yeah. Big deal. A little construction somewhere. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Blue City Deli. How long have you been here? Going on 11 years. 11 years. Yeah. And did you start the deli? Oh, yeah. You did. What made you come up with the concept? It was pretty simple. Uh, always enjoyed Italian food and especially like the, the different salamis and cheeses. I was sort of raised with that stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was sort of a. Uh, it was, it was sort of a uh, daily ritual at our house to you know, good cheeses and salamis and things like that. For, we'd all get together for lunch, and so it was a you know just part of my life. And then also uh, the blues part of it and, and the and the music part. I played in a couple different blues bands over the years, and uh, there was two loves there, and I didn't realize how they could meld together till I went took a little trip down to uh, New Orleans. So. That's how it all happened. So, so like, you were inspired by a place just, that you saw in New Orleans. What I really liked about it down there was um, uh, just just New Orleans in general. Right. How they 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 uh, meld the uh, their cultures and the foods and, and the different sounds and right. the music. Yeah, and Where it was just alive. So. I have never been there. I actually had an opportunity to go there just a couple months ago, and it fell through. But. Bleh. Uh, yeah, but you know what? It. You and I could talk for days. I'm Italian myself. Ah. So I am very familiar with culture and food and salami and cheese. All that stuff. <laughs> little vino. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, when, when I saw your last name was Valenza, I was like, oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Got a fellow wop. <laughs> oh, yeah. We can, we, can talk about, we can talk about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, are you where, where are you from? I'm from St. Louis. Okay. Yeah. Born and raised actually on the north side, uh, just north of the North City, it was mm-hmm. in Jennings. Grew up there in the 50s and 60s. And there was a lot of people that moved from out of downtown St. Louis. Downtown had a Sicilian uh, neighborhood. Yes, um, which is where my family lived. All right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now we got a connection. <laughs> um, they moved. Uh, a lot of a lot of the people that moved after World War II and and, and the, you know the expansion yeah. out to the suburbs. A lot of them followed uh, Monsignor Pelker, who I think his brother was a mayor of St. Louis for a while. But he started a parish in uh, Bellefontaine Neighbors, Our Lady of Good Counsel. So a lot of Sicilians actually mm-hmm. really moved out that way. So there was a major presence in, in North County. Our family actually moved out to Collinsville, ah. which is where the Italian Fest oh, is. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so there was a big movement out that way as well, and, and that's where they stayed. Right. They, you know, right. they rooted down right there. Yeah, I've heard but, about that. That's that's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a, yeah, and that's where all the, the Italian stuff happened, and um, we were exposed to a lot of great music, because I can Tina Turner played about... 10 minutes walking from my home back in the day at Club Imperial, which was in 
outside of Jennings. So yeah, so we had a lot of exposure there. I didn't know if you wanted to go that direction with the, with the talk or not, but no, yeah. there's definitely, um, you know, that started very early on where we were exposed to a lot of blues and rhythm and blues mm-hmm. um, back in the day, as they say. When did you start playing? I mean, it was later in life that I really started playing. I was. What do you my, play? I'm a drummer. Oh, yeah. I am partial to drummers, yeah, okay. must say. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Just sort of a Chicago style shuffler. That's sure. Yeah. Yeah, it was very major impact on me. Uh, I have two sisters, older sisters, and they played a lot of R&B and stuff at the home. And they did a lot of dancing. You sure. Know, dancing was a big thing. Uh, absolutely. So um, Drinking and dancing. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> but not at the little uh, CYC dances in ninth grade. <laughs> no drinking. <laughs> yeah, gosh, family get-togethers. <laughs> right. Now, are you Catholic? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's all part of the culture. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know. You heard of CYC? I have it. Catholic Youth Council. Gotcha. Okay. That was a big thing. Okay. Friday nights, five, six hundred kids. This was back in like 1968, 69, you know, dancing to some great soul and blues bands mm-hmm. and just loving it. And that was a big thing because it was mainly back in, in that era, mainly a Caucasian com- you know, community. Sure. So um, we were all exposed to it and, you know, it just gets inside you. So that's yeah. the music side. Okay, so you you grew up, you were a music lover, you eventually opened Blue City Deli. What did you do? And, and it opened 11 years ago. 2004. Mm-hmm. What did you do before you opened this restaurant? Oh my gosh. I was a laborer for 10 years. Came from a blue collar background. It's like, well, you can either go to college or get a job that mm-hmm. has benefits. And my dad, being a labor you know he was a union guy like get that job with those benefits you know yeah and that was a big thing back then so that's what I did and then I'd been a variety of different things from sales I did things to make ends meet right you know I had I was married in uh, 1983 so did a variety of sales jobs and Mm -hmm. things of that nature and then intertwined in there uh, a buddy of mine asked me to come work at his restaurant, a guy named Joe Alanya from Fratelli's. Because I went to him first. I'm like, i got to do something with this food thing. You I, had a vision. Yeah. And you just didn't and, and realize I didn't know, how to and, execute and, it. Yeah, at that time, I didn't even know the blues part of it. Okay. And then, um, so he said, yeah. He goes, you want to come in? I'll show you I'll show you the business. You know, I'll show you how to We make pizza. We make so- marinara sauce. We make Italian sausage. We make... Yeah, he showed me the ropes, and I fell in love with it. I'm yeah. like, how am I going to do this? Because it wasn't, a, you know, here I had a, a new child and, you know, fairly new marriage and everything. I'm like, okay, how's this all going to work, you know? But it worked, you know, so I learned quite a bit from him, and I sort of just kept that with me, and then I had to go back and, you know, do some other jobs and whatnot. And eventually, I started, in that time space, I was playing music also. Yeah. So then it all came together, and then one of the jobs brought me down to New Orleans, and that's when it all came together. Gotcha. That actually was around about 93. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of small business uh, people, I mean, you attempt, you know, I didn't go in with a lot of money, so it was more sure. of a dream. Right. And you attempt, you know, and you go to bank, to bank, to bank, to bank, you know, and try to get a small loan to get it started, and eventually people are saying, no, no, I don't know about the idea with the blues, and uh, the idea didn't necessarily hit home sure. with a lot of the guys sitting behind the desk, you know. You don't have a lot of restaurants like this. Right. Yeah, not around here. So you got to find someone that's willing to take a risk. Yeah, they didn't. So eventually I thought, you know what, it's not going to happen, I don't think. I'm going to just get a vending truck and I'm going to sell Chicago hot dogs and Italian beef yeah. down at Soulard. Yeah. 
And so I went by my buddy's house, uh, Dave Beardsley, who lives right across the street from the deli. So I knew he did websites at the time. I go, do you think you could do this website for this, we're going to call it something like Blue City Red Hots? And he goes, sure, sure. So we were sitting and talking and, you know, coming up with the website. And he goes, you know what, Vinny? He goes, that building on the corner has been sitting there for years, just empty. I know that the people that own it will probably give you a good deal. I know you had this idea. Because I was, when I was playing, I was telling different musicians my idea. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to open a deli and sort of a blues theme, blah, 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 blah. And that's how it all came about. So I came down to the corner here at Victor McNair and uh, called the phone number. Uh, there was a number on the, on the window, and it all fell into place. And wow. So it was just meant to be. It right. just happened. So it started out very small and grew it a little like baby steps. So wow. here we are. 11 years later yeah. it's, it's huge Sam was telling me a little bit about the lines to get yeah. in this place on, on like what Thursdays and Fridays because Thursdays and yeah, Fridays Wednesday, Thursday, Fridays are usually really busy you yeah. have bands Thursdays we have bands at 6 o'clock we do a thing called a Thursday night house party we have bands from 6 to 8 so it's great hours for you know people if they want to go somewhere else or they want to just call it a day and happy the, hour happy hour time yeah. you know the deli image sort of shifts images to a juke joint from six to eight right it's, it's really different than the people that are the customers that are funding the thing you know because they're paying sure. you know as far as they're paying for the bands all the sandwich lovers but it's more you know we have blue white collar just a mix of all different people during the day and then at nighttime, you got on Thursday nights, you get a lot of music lovers. Oh yeah! And they come down and they they're right on top of the band, and there's just a nice vibe going on there. Right. So yeah. Where do you find your bands? The blues community is like a really tight network. Mm-hmm. So when I first opened up, before we expanded our kitchen and had room for a stage, I knew a few of the guys that played and asked them, "Hey, you want to earn a couple bucks and come out and play on the corner mm-hmm. outside, just acoustic?" Right. So. Those people that have been around playing, like Eric McSpadden and Larry Griffin and Brian Curran, you know, local artists, they would come up and play on uh, Saturday afternoons, mm-hmm. and uh, and that's how we started. And it's a network. I thought it was a local network. Mm-hmm. It's really a, almost a worldwide network, really nationwide, but it even expands out across the ocean. We've had bands from all over the world, mainly try to highlight our local artists. We've got such a great, oh, great... A wonderful blues community. Right. It's kind of what St. Louis is There's so much there. On, it just, you know? it's like a family. Yeah. And then word gets around. It's just like any proper job, believe it or not. Sure. It's all networking. And so, yeah, so that's how it happens. Wow. That's how the bands happen. Tell us a little bit about your menu. What can people find on your menu? Well, the menu was developed in 2004. When we developed the menu, we started on the Blues Highway. So these regional sandwiches, so you just start in New Orleans, and then you start with the muffalata. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where you start right there, mm-hmm. like in Central Grocery in New Orleans. So we wanted to make a really good muffalata, so we feel like we do. We put all good ingredients and homemade olive salads, like an Italian staple. I think I heard on... Uh, documentary that the largest amount of Sicilians when they first came over were in New Orleans, not New York. I didn't know about that. Huh. So that was interesting. That is so we, interesting. So that's a New Orleans sandwich. Okay. And then we have a roast beef poor boy that's also like a New Orleans style roast beef poor boy sandwich. Mm. And then you come up the river and you go to Memphis and then you get your pulled pork. Gotcha. So I call the Memphis Stacks after Stacks Records. Nice. In Memphis. Yes. So there's your pulled pork. And then this is the basic menu. Then you move up to St. Louis. We got the 7th Street Sicilian, 7th mm-hmm. Street, where we came from. So it's got a lot of Italian and local sure. meats and stuff like that. 
And then you move up to Chicago, and then you go get your Blue City dog, Chicago-style dog. Or you come over here and you get your Chicago-style Italian beef. What's ordered the most? I was um, Someone recommended the black and blue to me. It just depends on, like, whoever recommends to you probably loves blue cheese. Right. You know, so it just depends. Um, there's not one major deal, but mm-hmm. the sandwich that will never go away will be the muffalata. muffalata. You got beer? I see craft oh, yeah. beers? It's got all kinds of craft beers, big variety of potato chips. It was sort of hog wild on that. Mm-hmm. Some people got a lot to look at and a lot of different um, old-fashioned sodas that are made with pure cane sugar and things of that nature. So that everybody's, got, everybody's got to do their soda shopping or chip shopping when Definitely. they come Definitely. Definitely. I might even have to grab some on the way out. Um, sure. I am a lover of craft beer, and when I saw that, I was like, wow. You yeah. Know, you, don't, you don't see a lot of, you know, delis. Right. With craft beers. <laughs> yeah, it just works, you know. Yeah, just, definitely. We, we, we sort of, there's so many great microbreweries here in St. Louis that Absolutely. are opening up. and Absolutely. So we want to shop local and, yeah. and promote local. And, right. And so, yeah, so why not? Who do you promote local? On the meat side, of course, Volpe. We have our baker, Vitale's, from oh, the hill. Yeah. And then we've got, on the beers, we do, we've got Schlafly, Four Hands, mm-hmm. um, Urban Chestnut, mm-hmm. just to name a few. Mm-hmm. O'Fallon Brewery. As many locals as we can. Very nice. It's important. You know, I think there's that ground roots effort to support each other. Absolutely. You know. Sure, so, sure. Nothing against the chain sure. per se, but it's just, you know. But how are you guys going to survive? At least you can start by supporting each other. And that's exactly so, right. So, that's, yeah. And then we all, we all have our local uh, t-shirt art farm. They do all of our t-shirts. I mean, that's local. We don't go outside the area right down the street from us same here yep somebody's like why don't you just do them on the website there's you know they're cheap nope no there's people with jobs it's absolutely there's there's an attachment yeah and a connection yeah so yeah and i feel i feel kind of a sense of pride yeah to you know patronize a local establishment oh yeah st louis got it going yeah oh gosh see there are so many wonderful things about st louis i mean that's obviously why i started this podcast because right we just really kind of get the shit under the stick a lot of times. But pe- but people that come here and and from out of town and once they experience it, like it's really cool. it really is. You know, there's a lot to do. It's a you great know? city. It really is. I'm honored. You know, because I always dreamed of be able. Can I ever have like some kind of little business in St. Louis, my my right. hometown, where my parents and grandparents, you know, lived and blah blah blah. And just to do it, I mean, sometimes I have to scratch my head. I'm like. Can't believe this is actually happening. Is this happening. me? Right. You know, it's, right. What a, it's, you know, it's a blessing. It's an honor. You know, it's sure. it's, it's really cool. And you are super happy doing what you're doing. Yeah, it's not a job. That that should be your goal in life. Yeah. Really. Do what you love. If you can do, do what it. you love, and if you can make some money doing it. Right. It's not about becoming a millionaire. At least for, for us, it's not. It's like sure. we got jobs. We have stable jobs we for live. each other. We work as a team, and we're. You know, working hard, and we can sit down after after the day and have a beer and laugh and joke and have right. a good time. You know right. that kind of thing. So anything on tap? Anything coming up new for oh, Blue Mello, City? Mello's Pizzeria. What's this? Well, if people could see it's right behind you, but it's just taking taking a little form there and taking shape. What we're doing is, uh, you know, I had a passion for the sandwiches and the music, and whatnot. My son's has a passion uh, for dough yeah. <laughs> for fermentation and of, of yeast and flour and so this is going to be mainly like your my son's son place? it's it's a kitchen so okay. it's approximately 40 feet from the deli yeah in a garage a turn of the century garage that was sitting there that we're renovating into a sort of a walkthrough pizza kitchen uh-huh. uh, we have an oven that is now in los angeles that was ordered in naples italy 
So it'll be wood burning and a very limited, very streamlined, simple menu, pizzas Neapolitan style with you know good cheeses and, and great sauce, you know tomato sauce and great products. I'm assuming everything pretty much homemade and everything's homemade. Everything. Yeah. Well, I mean. The fresh mozzarella we may eventually make there, yeah. but if you know we'll have fresh mozzarella and, and whole milk mozzarella and fontanella and fontina and all the good cheeses and mm. but a very simple streamlined menu maybe four or five pizzas and that's yeah. it so it fits with the deli uh-huh. um, and, and it's just something that people are going to be able to walk up to yes order a slice order a whole pizza it's it's a we think initially we're going to go with about a 13 14 inch pizza mm-hmm. the standard some of the neapolitans are 12 inches but between, we're saying 13, 14 inches, mm-hmm. reasonably priced, and um, um, you get the whole pie, you know? Sure. They're actually, they're, they're light, so you know, they're not real heavy. Sure. You might be able to knock one off yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but, I might be able to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Yeah. So, I mean, they're, they're, yeah, it's not like a massive amount. Right. So, just, it's good for one or two people, maybe somebody to split. What will the hours be? Do you know what that's? We know we're going to have three evenings. Okay till eight o'clock okay you know be respectful of the neighborhood and stuff okay. like that so people can come over for dinner right because you are you are in an, a residential neighborhood right so. we have a we sure. feel like we have a real good uh, rapport with the neighbors and good. try to put myself in their place and yeah. so like when we do music we cut it off at eight o'clock nice. I, I and i saw that and i was wondering it makes and sense. it's hard sometimes because there's the you're inside the room and there's the emotion from the music and people are like one more right sometimes we'll let them do one more and like five after sure. eight and then i have to cut it off right but anyway mellows is going to be a little bit i think thursday friday and saturday evenings and then we're going to have some lunch hours when will we see mellows opening by september september yeah very nice yeah unless some major glitches but we're getting there now that's drying up a little bit so. right so yeah so we're excited about that it's just going to be beer uh, not beer. Yeah, there's gonna be beer. Beer, soda, pizza. That's it. There's no room in there to even put salad. So Good and maybe maybe some gelato or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, and then we we'll have a patio built out also, so we'll have some extra seating, which we think we need. Will there be any seating inside? Maybe like six, like okay. a, a, like a, a stand-up rail. Sure, sure, yeah. right. Gotcha. There, yeah, there might be that amount, but yeah. it's really not a sit-down. But we might have. Well, that. I, I really like that vision. Yeah. I, I, that's it's interesting to me. Right. So I can't wait to. To see the finished product. Yeah, it's little, but if it works. I bet it's going to pump out some amazing pizza. Yeah, it's going to be good stuff. He's got it going. So if we keep it simple and don't get into a zillion varieties. Right. Um, Unless it completely blows up. And and then go to another, lo- you know. <laughs> the demand is. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Right, so. right. Which would not be a bad thing. Right, right. <laughs> Start small and see what happens. Right, yeah. sure. You and I could, seriously, we could talk all day about our heritage for sure. But... Knowing now that a fellow Dago (laughs) runs this place. One of the neat things about the deli, something I had sort of in my heart was, you know, it's a crazy world out there some days. And uh, we do have sort of community seating, the little bit we have inside, we have that. And I'm like, shoot, if somebody that normally wouldn't like each other would sit down to each other and we could create an environment where maybe they walk out and they're thinking, Oh, that person wasn't so bad after, you know, right. that kind of thing. Sure. That our mission would be accomplished. Well, you know what? If you're walk, if you're both walking into Blue City Deli, you already have something in common. Right. Because this isn't your, you know, it's not Apple Schmees or anything like yeah. that. <laughs> See what I did there? I did. That's nice. Right, right, right. Well, and I'm also noticing you are talking to like every single one of your customers. Yeah, it's just the, you know. Seems like fun. everybody knows Vinny. 
Yeah, well, I like to get to know them too, you yeah. know, as much as I can. But you just want people to feel comfortable. I get it. You know, get thirty minutes of relaxation. Yeah. And you feel comfortable. I'm gonna go back there. People are treating me good. I get, you know, I get a decent, you know, sandwich for the money, and right. it's quality and, and that type right. of thing. And the experience is, is I think the experience for me is probably more important than food, personally. Yep. So, and I think here you're probably gonna get both. So. Yeah, we're trying. That's it was great. great to talk to you. Yes, thank you so much, Vinny. I wish you the best of luck, and I can't wait to try Mellow's. All right, definitely. All right. See you soon. I would like to thank my wonderful producer, Sam Ball, for uh, pitching the idea to interview Mr. Vinny Valenza. He was such an amazing uh, guest, and I cannot wait to go back and patronize his wonderful establishment. If you are looking to uh, do so yourself, and maybe you want to catch some live music, go to his website, bluescitydeli.com. All the info is there for you. And uh, don't forget to hit up my website, radiodania.com. And uh, shoot me a message if you uh, like the podcast, if you have some ideas, or if you just want to buy a t-shirt to support the podcast, I would love it. So uh, until next time, take care, y'all.